Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Check football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are, and I hope you had a happy holidays wherever you are. I guess we're halfway through properly the holidays, New Year's. Still to come, welcome to episode number 117 of the Dave Damashek football program. Available as always on iTunes and at NFL.com slash Sheck, S-H-E-K. Let's Kibitz, week 17 awaits. It's already over, Rank. It's already done. Let's talk about it. Happy holidays, so on and so forth, for the man from NFL.com, NFL Fantasy Live, like, dislike, all that jazz. Adam Rank, what's the poop, fella? Hey, boss. Thanks for having me. So you're saying it's all over? Well, I'm sad. You're sad. It's done for a lot of teams. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. I thought, okay. What were you suggesting? I thought you were talking about your infamy infamy on the interwebs over the over the holiday weekend. I don't know what that even is about. Listen, we're here to talk about pro football and, okay. and other business, uh, you know, all things under the sun here on the Big Blue Marble. You don't even wish me a happy holidays, a season's greetings. I don't understand what that's about, Grinch. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you'd be so wounded over that. Season's greetings to you, Dave. Thank you. To you and yours, Adam. Now let's say hello to a man who defines class here at the NFL Network and on yeah. the airwaves the on, lower uh, class. on uh, Fox Sports, on the Petros and Money Show, as well as the Draft Tracker podcast here at the NFL. Also, the host of uh, NFL Fantasy Live, it's Matt Money Smith. What's the poop with you, fella? You know, it's funny. He said, I didn't think that's what you were asking me. I was thinking you were asking him about the holiday season being near over. You know, you have Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. then you have either Hanukkah or Christmas, and then followed by New Year's, and it's three 
big holidays just, crammed yeah. into a five-week span, and I figured you were lamenting that that holiday run was coming to an end. I have always said, you know, for pretty much for the last 30 years, the best holiday of those three, Thanksgiving, because it sets the table, it starts the run. And you know, you and me right here. once you get there, Connecting. Wednesday night, Wednesday night before Thanksgiving is the grandest of times. Your heart sings because you know once you get to that date, the rest is downhill for the yep. calendar year. And so that's mm-hmm. why it's the best. Now... I'm in the frame of mind. Uh, you know, it's a, it's Wednesday when we're uh, when we're spinning right now. I always get in. I, it's so depressing the minute it ends. When I'm in the car leaving the family, and I had the uh, I had the the two little ones with me. We flew out to Pittsburgh, PA. It was a it was a it was a gay old time. Momo and Pop Up and the whole gang and gathered around Aunt Roberta's crib and watched the Steelers get humiliated. That was the that was the low point. But well, otherwise, Robbie, huh? yeah, it wasn't it wasn't very good. Yeah, Big Ben let us all down. And uh, yeah, rare is the is the season when the Steelers are essentially done before. Christmas actually arrives. But anyway, I get so depressed on Christmas night, and I want the lights to just vanish. I want every I, – I, I can't stand radio stations that – or, or, or I, even worse – when a TV station says "Happy Holidays" and they show the Christmas tree, it's like mm-hmm. it's the twenty seventh. Yeah. Don't do that to it's me anymore. Much, yeah. Tree's it's gone. Three, it's three sixty four. It's three sixty three away from coming around again. Get that right. off my tube. Whenever, don't rub it in my nose. Some I don't know if this is something that happens nationwide, but locally they have the Yule log on channel on one of the TV channel channels. five. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that goes on. I feel that once that Yule log goes off around nine a.m. on Christmas, it's over. The whole yeah. day it's done. I don't even want to go have dinner anymore. I'm like, nah, I'm going to go to Delta. You know what bothers me is that they cut off, TBS cuts off 24 hours of a Christmas story before the evening is through. Like that's mm-hmm. like you said, you know, you get depressed when you're leaving, you know, mm-hmm. grandma and poppies and the kids are, you know, they're packing up their toys. They've passed out. At least I'd like to get home and maybe sit on the chair with a nice, you know, little little, little bourbon there in the glass and, and watch the end of A Christmas Story for the final time, say, like at 12 a.m., 11.30 p.m. No, it's gone. It's already gone mm-hmm. at like 8 p.m. And it's like, wait a minute. No, I'm on the West Coast. I know it's all right. I, it, 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 it drives me nuts. I, I want one more showing. If mm-hmm. we're sharing our holiday laments, then I have to say I do it annually. In fact, more than that, I have to bring up. The anticlimax now for anybody who grew up when the three of us did with January 1st being arguably the best day in in sports. I mean, really, that's not hyperbole to me. It was the best. You had five bowl games, the 10 best teams without much argument. You started off with it. You'd wake up whether you whether you had a few too many the night before or not or you were a little kid. Either way, you wake up. The Fiesta Bowl kicks off. It was always a shootout. It was always two high-powered offenses. I always remember Marcus Dupree running yep. free. Mm-hmm. UCLA always seemed like they had a running back that was uh, Gaston Green or Eric Ball or one of those guys. Yeah. They were always big shootouts in under the sun. Half hour later, the Cotton Bowl would kick off. The Southwest Conference champions, nine times out of ten, it was Texas. And it always felt like they had a shot at the national title, too. And they would almost invariably lose, too. And then the the, the bridge... Rose Bowl, Big Ten, Pac-10, always a dandy, the glorious light of Southern California. But it would pivot because once they went into the locker room for halftime and came back out, night would have fallen. Then you got a pit in your belly. Uh-oh, school awaits. You know, uh-oh, school's <laughs> yeah. coming. Then you get done with that one. Then you have the Orange, Orange Bowl, Bowl and Sugar Bowl. Yep. And one of those two always settled it. When you put your head on the pillow, 
you always knew, or almost always, without uh, uh, the BCS has fixed nothing really because at the same percentage of time you put your head on the pillow, you 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 felt just as good back then about who the national champion was, and then when your eyes popped open, school back to school, yeah. grim and uh, and dark and all that. But you know what was a great thing, but a tradition. I hope I, I tweeted it out. I hope somebody, well, a few people tweeted photographs back to me, which I appreciate. My advice on Christmas is, now file this one away for 2013 and beyond. If you're having the Christmas ham, do yourself a favor. Uh, do everyone a favor. Here we go with the ham. Do everyone in your under your nah, roof a is... favor. You carve some of it off. Yeah. You put it in the refrigerator for the yes. night. When you wake up, you the first thing you do, you drop it into the frying pan, heat it up. You've just stamped your ticket to cloud nine. You're welcome. Are you know what else you could this, do? You could throw is, bacon in that same pan, cook yes. up the bacon, and feel pretty damn good about that breakfast meal. This feels like a best of show. This isn't. This is Dave <laughs> just going over the same bit. That, that, I don't by the care. way, no, see, I saw that tweet, Shaq, because, of course, I follow you on Twitter, and I was. we, we can oh. certainly revisit the topic that Adam Rank brought up just a moment ago. That's for <laughs> sure. It enlightened my holiday. It really brought a bright light to my holidays. But um, I took that, that, that little tweet about your ham, about slicing it off. Mm-hmm. That's a cheap shot. That's dealing from the bottom of the deck. No, it's yes, not. It How is. dare you? Because what, you're, you're, here's why. Here's why. Because you are so adamant about pushing this bone-in ham as mm-hmm. the breakfast meat of choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody's got bacon at Christmas. So I know what you're after here. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? I got him in a moment of vulnerability. Because ha- everybody's got a <laughs> Christmas ham, and that Christmas ham is delicious. You know, it likely has a nice honey crust around it. It's got the sugar yes. to go with the salt, like a nice salted caramel. And you're taking advantage of their vulnerability to come to your side that bony and ham is the best breakfast meat because they're not eating bacon. Bacon makes no appearance in the Christmas dinner. Uh-huh. And that's all you did there. It wasn't a recommendation for the people because you were looking out for their well-being. Point no. You were, a, you, were, you were advancing your own agenda. Point that's of exactly order. Wait, right. Point of order. I had uh, bacon-covered dates. For Christmas. Uh, <laughs> of course so you did. So don't. <laughs> of course you did. Of course. <laughs> I'm sorry, Did Monty. you have anything that wasn't bacon-covered this holiday season? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> Who? Skinny rank over I'm there? Just saying. I told you, 2013, your Which New way? Year's resolution is to, to gain all the weight back. Some people, it's a noble deed. I like that you did it for you, for your health reasons. But like Drew Carey, flip on prices right. It just don't look right on he some people. He looks weird. You got to get it back. That's all. That's, that's my personal no. opinion. I'd like to see you do that. Do it for the show. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Um, all right, yeah. Hey, that reminds me. The Shecky Awards are coming up. We're doing them next week, the Shecky Awards. I cover it all. And I'm not going to apologize, Matt Money-Smith, because just like the uh, Hollywood Foreign Press, you know, they used to that, – that was yeah. all the thing. They used to get bribed. That's yeah. – you know what? I'm the one and only voter on the Shecky Look, Awards. Here's all I'm saying. It, it was not an act of altruism no. to look out for the people to get there. Oh, hey, you know, here's a little piece of advice. You want to keep thinking? No, it was not. It was pushing. An I agenda. like I like Brett Bone and Ham. That's my choice. That's <laughs> all it was. Mr. Benevolence. So we have here. a lot to talk about. We have Week 17, and then uh, set up the playoff picture. So we'll do that in a second. Want to make mention of the fact that uh, the playoff challenge extending the fantasy season for all the fantasy enthusiasts out there. NFL, the most recent NFL, is uh, still somewhere up there on the NFL.com for your perusal. My uh, my little cult following of 460,000 people. Check that out. Shame that? reports up there. Like, dislike is coming. The alt rankings that Rank does uh, are also up at NFL.com for you. And Matt Money-Smith, like I say, you do the draft tracker. 
Who is going to get? Let's start there because let's try to put a happy face. Then we can talk about these the the, the halves in the NFL. But let's talk about because this is a sad time of the year. The season is over, and if you were a Jags, Chiefs, Bills fan, you got who? By the way, who who do you think had the roughest season as a as a NFL fan? Chiefs, no question. Chiefs fans, no question. I mean, I know more people that pick the Chiefs to mm-hmm. at least contend. For the AFC West. I picked them for the Super Bowl. Yes, I brought that up. I was hoping (laughs) you would uh, volunteer that information there, right? I'll slam that one home. Um, So I I think clearly. I mean, the Jags, you could have made a case. They're going to be terrible again. The Bills, really, you know. But but the Chiefs had to be a kick in the pants. Well, the Eagles. I think the Eagles. uh, Well, and and by the way, if D.C., if the Skins take care of business against Romo and company this uh, Sunday night, then that will continue the streak. I, I'm not even sure how many seasons in a row it's been that a that a, a previous season's last place team ends up winning the division. Who's going to do it now in 2013? Let's try to be optimistic. Glass half full and all that. The Bills, maybe the Jets, if things break right, they could be the mm-hmm. last place team in the AFC East. But as long as Brady's there, the Bills ain't going to go and get, no. gonna get that no, division. Definitely not there. Browns? Browns are interesting. Who's coaching them, first of all, next yep. year? Not Pat Shermer, that's for sure. Right. I believe the Nick Saban. I really do. Hmm. I absolutely 100% believe it. But everybody I've talked to says that Nick is just not built for the pro game, that he is way too much of a dictator. You know, there's there were things being said about his term in Miami where guys like, you know, certain guys weren't able to look him in the eye, crap like that. That does not fly in the NFL. It does in college because kids are terrified of their playing time and their scholarship and, and all that. Mm-hmm. NFL, I mean, these are these are independent businesses that you're managing as a head coach. You can make about the same level of jack, it seems, these days if you're in a high-profile uh, college program as you make in the pros. I'd rather be a, a pro coach if you had to, if only because really? right, yeah, because right now you have to go hit the uh, recruiting Pretty trail. That That's what they're stink. all doing. That yeah. would be the worst, wouldn't that? Have to go into everybody's houses and schmooze and pretend, uh, you know, that you're happy. How much to be do you a- think? I mean, Nick Saban probably doesn't have to do that much of then. Because a I lot guess of he kids want to come because Alabama recruits itself. It's easier, bit. but remember, it's the South, so it's it, it actually is. You, you got to do a ton of work because you've got Auburn in state, you've got Florida coming after. You know, understood. Georgia always gets the bad. They have the most talent of any he's team not, down there. But he's not Chris Peterson having to go and really sell the program. No, no, but at the same time, I guess there's a difference. Chris Peterson isn't going to the top-level guys. He's going to the second and third guy. Hey, look, you can go to UCLA, but you might not get any playing time. You come up mm-hmm. to Boise State, last time I checked, all 12 of our games are on TV. Last time I checked, I had Shea McClellan and George Iloka and Nate Potter. All these guys were drafted. I don't know why you wouldn't come. You know, he's got a unique angle, whereas mm-hmm. Alabama is duking it out with Auburn, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, SC, Tennessee, for all the same guys. You know, and you've got to make your pitch to that family. And like you said, you know, I can just see Nick Saban going, I'm Nick Saban. I shouldn't have to do this crap in the middle mm-hmm. of December. I should be eating a nice bone-in ham right now instead of with this young man's, you know, in his living room. And, and I think in the short-term future, it's the Browns. I'm not going to have to worry about January. Right. I can go be out on my boat in Florida, whatever yes. he does with himself. You know, what do you make of this? Uh, this is always something that's that struck me. Nick Nick Saban. Midwest guy, you know, born and raised in the Midwest, you know, spent the majority of his coaching career in the Midwest. He goes to Alabama, right? He's been there for, well, he goes to LSU, you know, mm-hmm. and then he goes to Miami for a quick, so then he comes back to Alabama. So you figure his time in the South, it ends up being about six, seven years. Have you heard this man speak? It's like he was born and raised down there. Well, let me tell you, you know, we don't play hard down here at Alabama. Roll tight. 
What is this? That's what it goes what back to this? what you were talking about the recruiting. You just can't come in there with a no. Midwestern accent. I don't know who that Yankee was with the feathered hair that just rolled in here, but my son's not playing for him. I mean, that's <laughs> exactly, and that's yeah. Nick Saban now. Like, like Brett Bielema just got the job at Auburn. I mean, born in what? Born in Wisconsin, played college in Iowa. You know, and he's going. Hey, listen, now, you come to Auburn, we're gonna run the ball, young man. Here, we're gonna. <laughs> well, he went to Blair Arkansas, Eagle. I thought. Huh? I thought I'm Arkansas, sorry, yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, my bad. Arkansas, Gus Malzahn, Auburn. Yeah, exactly. Same difference. Yeah. Right. Hey, Pig Suey, you come to Arkansas. We got the hogs up front. We're going to run you through that A-gap, young man. You're going to have 2,000 yards before you bat an eye. Why that, would you take – that's the weirdest that lateral move I've ever seen. No, they're, they're worse because it, at, at least it's SEC. And SEC Still. has the track record, but now you've got to go butt heads with Bama and Auburn and Georgia and LSU for those players, whereas in the diminished Big Ten – or is that, I, I, I've said, you want to talk about uh, repeating myself. They have to change their name. If they're going to have 14 or so teams, they have to be the big team. You see? Not bad. That's a see, nice transition. That's, okay, That's a nice transition. I, I will say just quickly, not to get on the college football tangent here, but, the, you know, I, I think there's a little Pete Carroll here. <laughs> That's what I'm smelling when it comes to Brett Bielema. Is, is he just sniffed that Urban Meyer at Ohio State and went, well, let's see, three straight Rose Bowls. Mm. Wisconsin's dominated. I got to deal with this guy in my half of the division for the mm. next. Yeah, my, my stock will never be as high. I'm going to take that cash. I'm going to take that extra million bucks a year. And I'm going to bank it, and I'm going to go to Arkansas. And people will say, well, you know, it's the SEC. He had to acclimate. I'll get a little bit more on my leash. And life was never going to be better for Brett Bielema at Wisconsin with Urban Meyer showing up at Ohio State. So and I in a couple of years when he gets fired, he'll yeah, end up back at Iowa. He'll Ohio. have the extra couple, two, three mil in his pocket. I, see, I could see Nick Saban. It's a fit for what little it's probably worth. But uh, Trent Richardson is a piece now yeah. that Nick Saban could rejoin. They could play power football. Uh, people like to always say that, maybe overstate it. But the AFC North, uh, traditionally, they do like that kind of football. So it makes sense. I would uh, I, I, Listen, that division is going to be tough next year. I think Cincinnati's going to be the class of it. But Flacco looking pretty good now. I wonder. I, I have to eat my words. What a terrible week 16 if Caldwell, was. Yeah, even if they stick with I Caldwell. I'm sure they weren't winning again in 2012, and then they go out and smoke the Giants. But they have they have the game plan that they should have been running all along with Ray Rice. Ray mm-hmm. Rice running, Ray Rice receiving, just Ray – like it's the Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. You know, and it's just give the ball to Ray Rice, and it, it makes your quarterback so much better. Let Terrell Suggs be the offensive coordinator. Remember, <laughs> didn't he do that last year before they went, just wait, what are we doing here? What, what is this Flacco uh, passing on that Torres? Give the ball to Ray Rice. I mean, and every time they do it, they win. It's not mm-hmm. hard. Um, all right, so we're agreed Cleveland can't do it. The well, Jags ain't going to do it. No, not a chance right. in hell. What, what were you going to no, say, Ryan? I'm not closing the door on Cleveland. I listen. I'm, I I like their pieces. That's the thing over that's the befuddling Bills about and Jags. The, yes, but I'm not closing the door. On you know, I'll tell you. In, in just uh, how much Browns talk can we do on one podcast? There, uh, if, let's say Nick Saban goes there. You know, they got a dominant guard that's going to go top five in, in, in Chase mm. Warmack. So now you've got Thomas Warmack on that one side. You run Richardson to that side the whole time. You got a home run hitter Josh Gordon on the other side with Whedon, who's got that cannon for a hose, and uh, that's a nice little. Nice little action you got He's on a, offense there. Did Matt Money Smith just go cannon for a hose? Can, are you that? allowed to He's do that? He's got a hand cannon and a hose. I'm not sure that's allowed. That's yeah, that was bad. Too many uh, metaphors. Strike it. Uh, strike you know it. what? Numbers never lie. So listen. All right. So <laughs> Kansas City, are they going to do it? Who's going to be their QB next year? By the way, well, KC. they're going to have. I mean, it goes without saying they're going to be. They're going to pick up somebody. It all depends. And this is what uh, Daniel Jeremiah was talking about, right. A couple of weeks ago, is that. Whoever gets North Turner as their offensive coordinator could be the front runner to get Alex Smith as their quarterback. 
This I thing with Alex Smith is making me loco. I root for the how guy. Many, I feel sorry many, for him, what, what's happened to him in the last couple of weeks. But this notion that Alex Smith is coming in there to turn your offense around is uh, is dicey. Well, a lot of these teams, it's not that you need to come in and turn the offense. Just be better than what they have. And it, Alex Smith is an upgrade That's what over Matt Brady Castle Clint. was supposed to be. No, right? no, no. This is I, different. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not. The, the whole Alex Smith thing is a little sketchy. To me, your you know, QB that, must be great. He cannot be who, the so-called game getting? manager. You okay. in the NFL to win it all, you must have a really, really good QB. Does Alex Smith count as that? It's the well, thing. Then who that's, is their quarterback? What's then befuddling? What's a listen? Same thing. You could have had Flacco versus Alex Smith, and pro, as a matter of fact, you probably should have seen that. And so, I guess. I am arguing I'm playing devil's damashek to myself because you really should have had Alex Smith versus Flacco in last year's Super Bowl. One of those two guys would uh, would have a ring right now. Who are you? Yeah, who are your big time Michael quarterbacks? Michael Vick. Michael Vick. He's not going to every I team. I wouldn't Kansas be excited City. if that were my team and they signed him, but it's better than uh, you know, if they signed so wherever, Alex Smith, I'd be I'd Okay, well, wherever, be depressed in the spring. Well, wherever Michael Vick goes, then somebody, I mean, Arizona's still going to need a quarterback. The Jets are going to need a quarterback. So Alex Smith is going somewhere. Arizona's intriguing. I know you'll get for to it Smith in a minute. to go to. just just oh to win it yeah I, I I thought you were saying as a as a landing spot well, I think Mike Vick could be the guy for Arizona yeah that that's, seems to that's make sense to me yeah. and then and then that gets us through this conversation I think is is maybe your best opportunity you think they're gonna get by the Niners that, that, that defense and- is so good I mean that I was just there in Arizona I called that Bears uh, Cardinals game and it and it really was just a microcosm of their whole season you've got a pick six for a touchdown a Beanie Wells fumble at the one for a touchdown Jay Cutler is one for his first eleven. They're bracketing Brandon Marshall. Patrick Peterson has essentially taken him out of the game. It was a brilliant, it was a beautiful matchup to watch all game long, those two guys. And good on the referees for keeping those yellow flags in their pocket and just saying, hey, you're 6'1", 240, you're 6'5", 240. Go have some fun and let's see what you can do against one another. That defense is great. I mean, it's really, really good. And and when you think about Larry Fitzgerald, they need to draft an offensive lineman, sign an offensive lineman. That's that's something you can do. Pick, how has how has David DeCastro been for the Steelers? I know he's, he's been, barely, he was hurt. Yeah, he just yeah. He, he was he just barely back. And you TBD. Think about, let's uh, let's throw out think, what's happened. You this, throw the out the games. the wasted draft pick of Michael Floyd, and you take yeah. DeCastro. So there's that's no I mean. there's no guarantee that DeCastro gets hurt. So maybe he comes in and he's a serviceable yeah. player. I was just going to say that. That guy, I don't know how he has evaded any sort of criticism this year, but I mean, a really high draft pick used on that guy. On a guard. And has been, yeah. Has, no, on uh, Michael, oh, Michael Floyd. Floyd. Oh, Floyd's heard, worthless. Yeah, we have not heard a word about Michael Floyd, yeah. and I'm not, this isn't 2020 hindsight. You could see that one coming a mile away, that Michael Floyd was I there. guess, you know, just to play devil's advocate here, to, to play the other side of it, you know, Look at Larry Fitzgerald's production this yeah, year. True, they have true. not had a quarterback throwing the football. The offensive line has two rookie tackles. You go along that offensive line. You want to know? Well, yeah, you want a recipe for success in the NFL? Here's uh, your left tackle. He's a seventh rounder. Your guard is a free agent. Your center was claimed off waivers. Your right guard is a free agent signed uh, off the scrap heap. And your right tackle is a fourth rounder. That that Bobby Massey, that LaCharles Bentley said he had some special formula to make him the greatest tackle in the history of the league. I mean, that offensive line was as as big a joke as any in the history of the NFL. I mean, that's how bad it was. So, I mean, I think probably I'll, I'll reserve judgment on Floyd until they, they fix that and get somebody that can throw the ball. Um, 
All right, and Carolina. Yeah, you know, yeah. Rank, you pick Carolina to win the division. That's a team that will uh, be intriguing uh, next year. Mm-hmm. Tampa, if you follow the arc of the NFL, we talk about it all the time, that a team rises up and then everybody gets excited about picking them to make a deep playoff run the following year, and then they swoon. So they leave Raheem Morris, they dump him, all right, this year had its moments of looking all right for Tampa Bay, but I still like some of those pieces. That division is going to be really interesting next year. The Falcons, the Saints looking for a big bounce back. Cam Newton, money, you and I are on the same page and were, and have been all season. The, the post-game press conferences are, are one thing, but his performance, especially in the second half of the season, has been dynamite, and he doesn't have a whole lot to work with in that offense. So I, I think that Carolina team, they've added some pieces defensively. The, the, the albatross remains the D'Angelo Williams contract, which mm-hmm. gets covered up by people talking about Chris Johnson and Kevin Cobb and guys like that all the time. But, boy, that D'Angelo contract was, a, was just abysmal in hindsight. Arizona, I'll tell you who I like. Well, they're the Eagles, but – you know, this now feels like RG3's division going forward. But St. Louis Rams, I, t- I told you, eight, I told you 500 in 2012. That's about where they're going to finish here no matter what happens. Um, the Rams are interesting in the NFC West next season. But they're not in last place is what we're going for here. Oh, right. Well, they're yeah. close enough, though. Not even close. You said they're they close to 500. I think it's like eight years. I think if, if the Redskins do it, I think it'll be the eighth consecutive eighth year, in a year row? Yeah, that, that they go worse to first. I, I, just going back, I like that Panthers call. What about Detroit, though? Oh, God, no. That's a hot mess. Detroit is a freaking hot mess of a roster. That Well, but the Vikings, that's interesting, though, Rank. I kind of like that. The Vikings are not, um, you know... Uh, Packers, as as Christian Ponder. That, I mean, the Lions are not going to. They are not going to. I'm telling you, I have not seen a more dysfunctional football team in I don't know how long is that Lions squad. And granted, it could have been because of the games I called. I called their Texans game and their Colts game. And in both of those contests, they have a lead. It's like, Schwartz, just run the ball. I mean, the clock is your friend, and they're slinging it down. It's a third and two, and they're throwing 20-yard streaks, you know, to Mm -hmm. Nate Burleson. It's like, what in the hell is happening on that sideline? And they did it time after time after time, and it's just – that's what that team is. They're 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 the twenty yard bomb on a on a on a third and two. I agree with you. Isn't and, that as simple as a coaching change then? Well, yeah, but they're yeah. not going to do. They're not that. going to. They're they not going to do them. that. And the other guy is that's interesting is that sort of has evaded it is uh, is the Wiz Coach Wizenhunt. It feels like you're right. The defense is good in AZ, but that offense now to me they should. That's a guy who should they should be chasing Chip Kelly. If they make a change, though, I bet you they go get Todd Haley. They steal him out of Pittsburgh, who probably would love to make the move. No, since he's no, taking... no oh. they will. If they make a move, if Wisenhunt gets blown out, they'll just elevate Ray Horton to head coach. Well, Todd Haley wouldn't be a massive expense for them to go get him, and he'll be, like I say, will be anxious to leave Pittsburgh because he has taken all. Trust me, having just left the banks of the Three Rivers, he is taking, as far as I'm concerned, inordinate slings and arrows in the blame for the for the for what happened to the Steelers this year. Uh, dude, they got to get rid of that uh, Todd Haley. That dude, he just <laughs> don't know how to use Roethlisberger. Dude, Roethlisberger's the best, dude. And, and uh, this Haley, he comes in here, tells Big Ben how it's going to be. No way, dude. Get rid of that guy. Tomlin should go, too. 
That's a, that's a lot of what you're yeah. a lot of what you're hearing. Well, right? you know, I mean, th- those throws were not on Ben. Those were clearly play calls. And those weren't just bad decisions. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel <laughs> sick so in my belly because it's not just what I wanted to see. It's something I have I have talked about. Is that to me? If I had one game that I wanted to win, you've heard me say it. I'll say it again. Yes, you will. It's Roethlisberger, but how can I possibly say that with a straight face now after throwing two weeks. overtime, throwing that terrible ball um, at, in Dallas, and then the, and then I mean you know the pick, let let the record show. Can we rank our quarterbacks again now? We can do that. Let's it's Russell Wilson number one. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really have to put Russell Wilson ahead of Big Ben. It's really hard. Yes, to yes, yes, you do. <laughs> yes, fifteen <laughs> touchdowns, two interceptions. Do you, yes. do you put Romo ahead of him yet? Listen, I, I don't have – this. Uh, the wound is still It raw. is the worst. It's yes, not It's I not am. time for mm. that conversation. Let, let me have some distance. Are you sure? No, no, no. I think, I this, is, I think this is the exact time. I already gave him the brown paper bag of shame on the uh, shame report. So that's, oh, yeah. uh, that's a much yeah, – Your little cult following sound saw that. Now listen How about that. a big group? The, the the Steelers defense, even though I the the statistics, I know it's a, it's based on total yards, but obviously that's not what is most important in the games. But the the Steelers defense is number one in football. Seems awfully hard to believe, um, but uh, but that I mean you know they didn't score a touchdown. The Bengals in in Pittsburgh, it was it was a pick six. Big, Big mm-hmm. Ben doesn't throw that ball. The Steelers are in the playoffs as bad as they've looked at times. Real quick, I want to say hello to the man uh, behind the glass who's filling in for our pal Black Tie, who's off on his third vacation of the season. I don't understand that one, but it's a it's a new addition to the tie rack rank. Mm-hmm. We have so many ties. We started off with necktie and happy right. holidays to all these people too. Necktie. Then we went to tie dye. Right. The hippie. Then we went to uh, blue tie was next in no, the line. Uh, no, wilk tie. tie. And then blue tie. And now we, we had have, a, we had tie or my tie. Mai Tai, yes, yes. yeah, because he likes his uh, likes his drink, and then uh, and no, now, I'm thinking something else. What you want to call him? Mai tai. <laughs> when we have we have uh, a man who looks like one of the Detmer brothers. Oh, that's he a good looks call. like Ty Detmer. If you look him up online, that's why I've decided to welcome to the tie rack Ty Ty. Hello, Ty Ty. Hi guys, I won a Heisman Trophy. Did I not? You're yes, not. You ac- you're, not you're not actually yes. Ty Detmer. I just oh. said you look like them. You can't. <laughs> this doesn't now allow you to adopt all, all, all of their properties. Are you yeah, sure? Oh, yeah, I don't. I, maybe there's some vagary in the <laughs> in the scheme that I'm not aware of. But okay, I, I'll go with that. I think you're still just plain old you. But welcome to the show. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. Are you enjoying it so far? I am. What yeah. other shows have you produced? What other podcasts? Uh, I did the Fantasy Live uh, that goes on Sirius 210 XM 87. Yeah. Which one's better? Oh, this one, no question. Yes, yes. I said that when about when I was on the other one too. Though. Well, this one's good for. A I was telling the truth of, to you guys. Like a small <laughs> cult following, though, right? Not, right. Not no, like for yeah, a mass audience, right? Yeah. If you like that kind of thing, <laughs> gotta know who you're speaking to. Yeah, about like a half a million people. Yeah, that's Did I mentioned that on the the, the NFL. Yeah, yes. there's a little animated, the trailblazing segment. Look, uh, are we going to play grab bash? Are we going to get inside the numbers here and start dissecting some of this stuff? Huh? <laughs> You want to get into the week 17? Is that what you're asking about? I just want to get inside the numbers. That's what I want to do here. (laughs) (laughs) That's all all I want to do. All right. All right, listen. That's what they've come for this week, Shaq. Come on. The people have come for this. That's why they're here right now, and they are waiting, and they're dealing with my crap and the fact I walked into this booth and have distracted you from addressing this. class act. Don't you understand? I just like to have fun. That's what I'm about. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm a mirth maker. I'm not about serious 
digs and back and forth and nastiness yeah. and blah, blah, blah and bloopity bloop. But all right, if you want to talk about it. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. I saw there was a, a on the website awfulannouncing.com that mm-hmm. they were intrigued by what they, you know, I don't remember. I, I do what I, what the two things I took away from awful announcing. I, you know, well, listen, we do the NFL. It's our little butterfly effect uh, uh, segment that we do. People seem to enjoy it. I noticed that ESPN, and I'm not the only one who's noticed it because many of you have tweeted me, hey, look at that. ESPN has a show that they do what looks like exactly like the NFL. And, in fact, if you see it, it does look that way. Mm -hmm. So I like to have fun, and when I notice that's up there, I like to tweet at it. You know, again, it's it's, it's harmless fun. I like to bring it up. Yeah, we did this one, and it looks like you guys are aping what we're doing. And uh, so I tweeted that at at the host of that show. And he didn't like that. But not unsolicited. You were engaged. I mean, there was a, that, that door was opened a little bit by something he lobbed out there, Shaq. Yeah, I think he was saying – what I think he was saying was he, – he said and, – and I agree with that point. I always res- I, I, I always think that's a ridiculous point when people say things like, well, LeBron James has to get out of Cleveland because he has to get to a big market so he can get more attention, that kind of thing. Nobody, nobody notices what goes on in these small markets. Really, are the Packers really diminished yeah. by playing in uh, Wisconsin? San Antonio Wales? Spurs. Yeah, nobody – Four titles. Aaron, who notices what's going on? Aaron Rodgers has never had a, an endorsement contract yeah ever. yeah clay matthews suffering the poor deer yes. he could be a star if he were in a big oh, market. man if only so all right so that was the that was the premise that this guy floated out here smith i believe is his name he floats it out there on the twitter don't say that it's the information age just because you didn't notice most people did notice so i tweeted back again in the good-natured fun i tweeted back oh yeah like i noticed that you stole the nfl <laughs> sounds like good-natured fun that was fun. That's, that's fun. not a cute little tweak. That's not fun. That's a f- cute little jab. No. I'm with you. I, I think it was done in, in good fun, but of course he immediately went on the defense. Who are you? Yeah. I don't know who you are. I Hey, guy who I've never heard of and whose work <laughs> I've, I, I, I'm not familiar with. Oh, hey, does knowing who I am have anything to do with what I just said? I don't know that uh, that, that, that that I feel like you're uh, throwing out a little bit of a straw man. Yeah, you already gained victory because he went straight to the personal attack instead of defending his position. You know? Yeah, and, he, well, and then he said, well, uh, don't flatter yourself because our segment debuted in fall of 2011. Oops, somebody didn't said, do his homework. And I said, yes. well, uh, one, and uh, don't, uh, yeah, and I said, uh, oh, and then he also said, you didn't invent uh, – neither of us invented animation. So right. I just gave him a little bullet point uh, tweet back saying, one, ours debuted in July of 2011. Mm-hmm. One, two, um, I did invent animation. <laughs> and uh, and and uh, three, what was it, my other point there? No, the, you uh, had a different one because you did the comic timing of the third one was your yeah. – and I did invent I did animation. invent animation, yeah. Um, oh, I said, uh, yeah. I said if the uh, if the cliche about um, flattering myself, if uh, about my- imitation is true, I don't need to flatter myself, right? And then I punctuated it with the zinger. Yes, I did invent animation Boom. again. See, it was fun. Of course, I did. I invent animation. No, I didn't invent animation. But he didn't uh, seem to to grab onto that, and he wrote back, "May I see some proof of this type of animation you invented?" Thinking that I was actually laying claim to a form of, I, I don't do it. Our pals at Bindle Dog animate it. 
And uh, he said, can, can I see some proof of this? Or is this like an Al Gore inventing the Internet thing? And then I, I, I took a, a, a little uh, <laughs> you did. A cute little dig at uh, somebody else at, uh, at ESPN who's yeah. been known to get in tr- into trouble for borrowing concepts from elsewhere. And that was the end of it. It was adorable. But the things I, the, the things I took away from the awfulannouncing.com thing were, one, they used a picture of me as a fat man, which I don't, <laughs> I don't see any reason for that. That's, that. That hurt my feelings. And the good news is they called me the Pitch, Pittsburgh pugilist. Yes. I, I'd like nickname. you to call me that nickname. from now on. Okay. You know? Um, anyway, that's it. So that's that's what you wanted to do. Did they declare you? Well, if you're the Pittsburgh pugilist and there had to be somebody declared a victor, did they yes. do Did they do that I, but, or were no, they the just poll, the, the, also, was there a poll announcing or anything? Guys? Also, they, there was a poll, and uh, apparently I, I took the popular vote decisively in, in that one. But they um, – yeah, they uh, in, they questioned why I would uh, do this on December twenty third. It's the holiday season and and all that. But I have, for the record, I have tweeted it at uh, at the show mm-hmm. a couple of times without response. So I give uh, I give this Smith character credit for actually responding. And mm-hmm. again, you know, I'm sure he, you know, he's, I'm sure he's just a talking head on there. He probably doesn't come up with the concepts that go out right. there. I'm sure somebody behind the scenes is creating the stuff. He just has to read it off the prompt. The producer hands him a rundown. He goes up, reads, hey, I'm we're sure. going mean, to throw the tape right it's not now. not to him to come up with that kind of stuff, so I'm sure. So it's not his fault. So anyway, that's that. Is that all you wanted to hear about? Do you feel satiated? I just want to make sure I'm clear. So you're suggesting uh, – you know that he can be excused because he's just a he's just a suit. He's just, I, a, he's just a haircut. I don't. It's not. What he's just he, a guy. It's not for him to. In front of a camera. It's not. Yeah, he's not the creative. I mean, you're the you're the creative force behind the NFL. You know. Yeah. You, you've got creative hold. genius in in those bones and that blood of yours. Not, we're not expecting the. You know, it's he's, yeah. he's the guy who sits out exactly. there on the set. They put him it. in those fancy suits, and you know, he just looks at a prompter. So, are you are you are you feeling satiated now? Did we did we clear the air? I have not. You know, listen. I, I just know that there's probably. I mean, you've got the cult following. Yes. You know, they come here for a reason, and I got to believe that was one of them. I've got nothing but respect for for the work that uh, the that program does. Well, all it's right, a so. bold faced lie, but we can move on. Not true at all. That is absolutely untrue. All right, listen. How about we talk about football, which is what people care about? Really? Oh, also, I want to hear about. I want to hear uh, Matt Money Smith, uh, our uh, best in-house voice on NBA basketball. But real quick. Let's do it. Fire up the music back there, Ty Ty. It's time for me to share my picks for week 17. And uh, you can follow these. Uh, you can see ranks. You can see Matt Money Smith. Everybody else's NFL.com slash pick them. And I do my picks in 60 seconds or less and uh, almost guarantee that they'll be better than yours. Ravens at the Bengals. Oh, the Sheck to the Future should be up there, too, where Rank and I jump into the future to uh, see who's going to win these games for you. But here they are. Here we go. Ravens at Bengals. Ravens are playing for a little something. They'll win. Panthers at the Saints. Cam looking good. But all right, let's say that the Saints wrap it up in style at home. Jags and the Titans. Jags, they could get the uh, first overall pick. They won't, though, because Kansas City has to play in Denver, and that's the only chance they would have is for the Jags to lose. Denver to to, uh, somehow lose at home to KC. That ain't going to happen. Buccaneers at Falcons. Interesting one here. We'll go Falcons because the wheels are off for, for the Bucks, but the Falcons ain't playing for anything. Eagles at Giants. I'm tempted to say Mike Vick shows up because he is going to be auditioning for those 31 other teams. Jets at the Bills. I'll take the Bills. Texans at the Colts. 
Texans. I think this is an interesting game because of uh, because of uh, Chuck Strong's return to the sidelines, but the Texans definitely won everything going through. Houston in the AFC, Browns and Steelers. This is the bum game of bum games. What a awful game. What an awful spot this is going to be for the Steelers. And, you know, any chance Pat Shermer can somehow, if you beat Pittsburgh twice in a season, I still think he's gone. But gone. You beat Pittsburgh twice. That's right. Listen, the Steelers have to have dignity. They don't want to go over against the Brownies. They'll beat that. No, they defense. don't care. That's not, a, it's not a rivalry to you guys. If it was the Ravens, I could see him rising up and taking them out. But it's the Browns. You That's guys how they keep them? it from ever becoming perceived as a rivalry. They must not lose twice to the Browns. Bears at Lions. I'll go Bears. Packers at Vikings. Love the way Rodgers and company are playing. Dolphins and the Patriots. Pats after Tom Brady, uh, uh, you know, gets cra- goes crazy on the team. They're going to show up and uh, pace those Dolphins. Cardinals at Niners. Niners. Rams at the Seahawks. I bet it's close, but the Seahawks win. Raiders and Chargers. Ooh. Yuck. Maybe that's, that's worse. your yuck that's game worse. of the week. I'll take the Chargers because they're at home. Chiefs and the Broncos. Broncos, of course. Cowboys and the Redskins rank. All right, we did check to the future. I'm taking the Cowboys on the road, but in check to the future, uh, I will. Uh, I'll let you know we took the Redskins. Right. The, you uh, like? I love this because of the possible matchup mm-hmm. of Russell Wilson Seahawks going into DC to play RG three. This would be a dandy. You think the Skins are going to get it? Well, you know, those of your uh, little cult following that are fans of the Redskins like when you pick against them because you're invariably wrong. As so they've pointed out to me. Well, listen, people talk in hyperbole quite a bit with what we always do or what we never do. I understand. I, I, I pick against or for all these teams. You know, isn't you it? You change the future. Money, Are you? have you found as a play-by-play guy, now you're a big fancy play-by-play guy <laughs> going around the country, you do college football, you do pro football, you do all this different jazz. Do you find... I get so many slings and arrows from people that I hate their team. You All obviously, the time. you obviously hate them. I, I have no, no interest whatsoever. All I'm, the time, especially based on your allegiance. You know, your your allegiance is a right. youth. You know, it's like, right. oh, you're calling the Arizona Cardinal Bear game this week. Good luck trying to be unbiased there. What do you mean? I'm just calling a game. I'm not injecting my own personal preference into the call. But, yeah, if you say something bad, especially if it's a blowout and you're starting to get on the team a little bit because you're upset, you don't have good action to call. Now you got to fill basically half of a game with a radio talk show because people aren't interested in the Arizona Cardinals down 28-6 to anymore, and that's when they really get upset, mm-hmm. and it happens, you know, my old man, My old man still believes that Bob Trumpy, who played for the Bengals 74 years ago, has it in for the Steelers. Yeah. Just does, does never liked when Bob Trumpy had, well, he didn't. He does, he's against the Steelers. I don't think Bob Trumpy really cares that much. Got to give Collinsworth credit. He's been pretty fair with the Steelers. Yeah, he does. Chris, <laughs> Chris Collinsworth no. would not go on the air and root against the Steelers. I'm sure he's professional enough that he will not indicate any leanings because he because uh, Donnie Shell hit him hard once in uh, 1984. I would like to point out, for the record, that if you believe that I hate your favorite team, that you are absolutely correct. <laughs> I like that. I do not like your favorite. I'll go through them all. I'll tell you why I don't like them, too. But, yes, I don't like your favorite team. Yeah, if I may, just, you know, haven't done it for a little while now and done it with a number of different guys, Here, here is what play-by-play and, and analysts care about, regardless of what teams they've played for in their allegiance. One, 
am I calling a good game or am I going to have to fill in the freaking second half because it's going to be terrible? (laughs) Two, (laughs) logistically, how far did I have to fly and can I get out of here in time to catch my flight home or am I going to be stuck in this miserable city until tomorrow morning? Three, repeat one and two, and that is it. That is the extent of what their concern is regarding the game on the field. Are we going to get a good game? I hope we do. And can I fly out of here tonight and get home in time to put my head on a pillow in my own bedroom? That's it. Regardless, I hate to say it, it certainly makes it more of a job than, you know, what fans like, oh, how about that? You know, Collinsworth going into the Steel City, Iron City. No, he just wants to know if he can catch a plane and get home that night. It That's is it. the sad irony as somebody who does have a rooting interest, and I'll not hide that fact because otherwise I would have no credibility whatsoever. If I didn't grow up rooting for a team, then what would be my interest in talking about this at all? And if you allow yourself to give in too much to that feeling, then you're almost always going to be disappointed because you're not at that game you're at the, you're, you're not watching that game you're watching two right. teams that you don't care about so of course you can't give over to the match all right real quick because we'll have next week we can kibitz we'll do the shackies but then we'll also be able to make our picks for the postseason i've been clear i've not uh, wavered on the fact that i think the packers are going to win the super bowl this year they're rounding into shape at just the right time but fellas real quick what matchups we now know pretty much who's going to be in these playoffs on both sides of things. One spot yet to be determined. What are the matchups you'd like to see? I mean, I say Seahawks at Skins, these two rookie QBs. Also, interesting to, to note, people like Rank picking the Seahawks to go to the Super Bowl. That, of course, would be the first time that ever happened in the NFL because no rookie QB has ever taken his team to a Super Bowl. So um, I don't, keep that in mind when you start making your predictions here. But what are the matchups you'd like to see? Wild card round, I'm with you, obviously, Seattle and, and Washington. But I'd like to see Bears-Niners. You know, I like the idea. Mm. that that Here's one thing about that Bears defense. When Jay Cutler is not quarterbacking, they will not play hard. They're too old, and they know better that there's no chance of victory. So why the hell are we going to go out there and crack a bunch of heads? We'll just take the night off. Let Colin Kaepernick run all over us because Jason Campbell is not winning us this game. So why exert all that much effort? <laughs> <laughs> with with a young quarterback that certainly has showed struggles from time to time, a dominant defense that ought to be healthy, I think that'd be a great wild card match. That, that would really set up the NFC perfectly for me. Bears, Niners, Seahawks, Redskins, because none of those teams are beating the pack. They're, I'm with you. They're going to the Super Bowl, but that'd be a great NFC wild card weekend for me. I like the. Um... You know, because with Christian Ponder, that that's, that'll be a terrible game. Agree. Niners yes. Vikings. Why? That's why I want the Vikings to lose and the Bears to win. I think it's a better wild card game. What about? Yeah, uh, we need the Vikings out of the playoffs. The AFC is going to be boring. Do we too. need to see? Pay- well, oh, I disagree. It's going to be boring. Patriots, that's going to be Bengals? dynamite. Bengals but, Patriots oh, first round. First round. Yeah, I'm just talking wild card weekend. Wild card. Wow, yeah. Colts I mean, Ravens. What's the one matchup? What's the dream? We want to see Colts play the Broncos. I just don't think that's going to be that satisfying a game. Now, see, I wouldn't mind seeing Colts Patriots. You know, just there's something about Andrew Luck and that wild card of he's throwing that ball 50 times a game. You know, I know the Patriots dismantled them the first time around, but I, I think that would be the only. You know, somehow the Patriots lose, the Bra- the Ravens win, they flip spots, and we get uh, Andrew Luck versus. Is 60 minutes last week against the Giants, the defending champions who are not a particularly good team. I think we've been, we collectively have bought too much into the Giants. Well, this is their time of year, and they're just not a great team this year. Um, Do you think, though, that Denver, I mean, do you you think that Baltimore can do what they did last year and make a run like that? I don't don't see that one happening this year with that defense. With the breaking news, too, uh, Ray Lewis activated from uh, IR. I, 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 
can't imagine what that adds at this yeah. point. He's old and now rusty. It's not like he's been especially great the last couple of seasons. I they guess Denver, up. Denver at Patriots. There, you know, like uh, that. Uh, That'd be great. We've seen Another it a million Brady times. Manning. Where do we want to see the Patriots have to visit Houston? Because that's the best chance of them losing a game in the in the AFC. Who else? No, is going to No, the beat Patriots that? have to go to Denver. They don't win that game. Oh, the pa- you're right. Patriots do have to travel out there. I'm sorry. I'm thinking that game's in Foxborough. Right. Yeah, that would be a fun one to see. Yeah, that's the dream game then, I guess, for the I, uh Preseason, I took Texans-Packers, and I feel pretty good about that. But I, I have since amended. I, I think that you're going to see a Bronco. Really? A, a Bronco-Packer. Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Talk about a Super Bowl. You know, that defense, too. Great. You know, now that the Packers' defense is getting healthy with Charles Woodson coming back and Clay Man. Be two great defenses, two great quarterbacks. I mean, you, you, that really would be a dandy of a Super Bowl down there in a Big Easy. What a story it would be, too. Yeah, that, that, that's a, a fun storyline if Peyton actually could get all the way down there and play with uh, Archie on hand to check exactly. him out. That would be a that would be a nice. Story Don't forget line. about Cooper. He'd be up in that suite too. <laughs> I only recently learned that it's not Cooper Manning. <laughs> I have said, yeah, it's Cooper. Cooper. Did you know that it's Cooper no. Manning? Yeah, I only recently uh, learned about that. It's spelled Cooper, but they all pronounce it Cooper. Money likes food. What are we going to eat in the Big Easy? That's a Nola has some delicious vitamins. Oh, you know what they do? Have you ever been there, Rank? No, not as an adult. Well, here's what they do. And Money mentioned them earlier today. They grill oysters. And I don't know what it is. What do they do? They, they just put drop- it on a char. So it's on a char grill, and they get that char flavoring. In oh, them. And, yeah. and Drago's put- is the place to go. Yeah? Yeah, I, that's I, the spot. They I cater the Saints. They're the official uh, char-grilled oyster of the New Orleans Saints. Oh, we're going to have a good time. We got that. You got the Camellia Grill. Very famous old-school uh, spot in the Garden District. Uh, I t- think if we get, if we can get the Packers to get out of the NFC, mm-hmm. Niners would be a nice, interesting story as well. I would. I, I mean, I just don't see either of the rookie QBs getting there. That's the reason. So I'm discounting them. I think if we see Packers and we could be in New Orleans and cover that uh, that angle the whole time, because I'll be singing songs all week about Aaron Rodgers and his opportunity to enter the conversation of best QB ever. If he gets two rings at this stage in his career, then we can legitimately have that conversation that I've already been having for two, three years now. All right, Ty. Ty, don't start behind the glass already waving time to wrap it up. We're wrapping it up. Matt Money Smith is doing I get. He's doing his uh, draft tracker podcast in uh, in just a minute here. What else to wrap up here with money? The Shecky Awards are coming up. Well, I guess we're not going to talk Lakers. Did we quickly draw? Yeah, you you mentioned basketball, and then you quickly jumped away. From well, it. I did because I wanted to talk football quickly. And with the Shecky Awards coming up, let me ask the two of you this: best potato preparation. That's one that's still unsettled. That you can't just throw that and expect a thirty-second answer. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it, you've got double bake. You've that's got exactly scalloped. what did happen. You've got that's French exactly fries. How it went. That is not fair. It, that is not fair. You've had your fair whole, otherwise. Well, what on. type of potato are we talking to? Is it red potato? I said best it? potato hey, preparation. Potato, that's what it yeah, is. Now you're that's talking the boiled question. red potato. You're talking hash. Get, you want to bake it? That's does it fine. Get better the boiled red potato. I don't know. Mash it. You can throw some cheese in it if you want. You can garlic it up if that's your pleasure. Man. Whatever you want. But it's best potato preparation. Too and Thai Thai, I'll be interested in your response too. How the hell do you beat the French fry? You know, you go. Oh, well, you know, it's it's the French fry. You know, I mean, ultimately, is it? That's what it comes down to. If somebody, wow, a good hash. I'll tell you what. You can only so, have one potato preparation for the rest of your life. For the what rest of your life, that's not the competition. So what's but the that's competition? A different, it's the potato of the year. Best pe- potato preparation of 2012. That's Listen, if we're doing – you can only have one. That's I've, – I've often said – 
controversial, controversially, I might add, if you said you can only have the uh, the the cooked flesh of one beast for the rest of your life, I said I go swine oh. over cow. Mm. I, I, I've said yeah. it, and I and I stand by it. And you are but still that's wrong. not what we're talking about right now. Beast. Does that include fish? Yeah. Okay, you're completely. You'd rather have fish is your choice. Yes. That's what well, I mean. That's wait. I don't, I don't, I don't like this new. I don't that. like this new thin Adam Rank. Wait exactly. a minute. But you can't fish. But you. Is it the whole spectrum of fish? Fish! Anything out of the sea. I don't care. Take it uh, all. You're gonna, not going to yeah, beat that's I'll tell you what, swine. No, to answer your question, I'm going to go French fry. Because this this past year, they've done great things with oils. They're not as greasy. Yeah, they don't leave the film in your mouth. You know, they, Just about all the spots are, are using better oil now. And with so the I rise like the of the fry. hamburger, which is the fad of yeah. the last year or two in The gourmet burger, the gourmet the, fry. That helps the fry yeah, out quite yeah, a the bit. Fry. Rank, how say you? I'm going to go fry. Yeah, you just can't beat it. Tie tie. Home fries, the little potatoes you get with the breakfast, right? Would yeah. you sell it? Why are you talking you like you're it? a nine-year-old home, girl? Home I mean, fries with the peppers right? and the onions? <laughs> do you you sell it. <laughs> Did you hear what I said about the French fry? you got to bring it. Okay, you get them at breakfast. Uh, what, are you, what else are you going to choose? Potato chip? I mean, French fries, I can give those up. That's fine. See? There you go. You there you go. I think we've seen the growth of Thai Thai right before Alrighty. our eyes and in front of your earballs out there, uh, everybody. But a boiled red potato, though. I'm going back and forth on this. All right, money's an NBA expert. Lakers playing good ball five in a row now at the time of this recording. Will they uh, get out of the West this year? No. No, they're not, they're not athletic enough. You know, the the Oklahoma City Thunder, I mean, look, it's a young man's game. We saw that the last couple years. You know, it's it's got to a point where, you know, we talk about the athletic quarterback. You were talking about that mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. And that's the NBA. You know, you've got to be able to get up and down the floor, defend in transition. That'll That's their Achilles heel, and that'll bite them in the postseason. You know, and, and I will say this, if the Lakers manage to get one of those top five seeds, Steve Nash ought to be named the MVP because that's all we heard through this miserable stretch. So, oh, wait till we get Steve Nash back. When he comes back, everything will write itself. Yeah, and it has. <laughs> it with, with, the Clippers, with the Clippers now, the Clips. eight games or eight and a half again uh, ahead of them in the same division, is the divi- uh, is it division crown already out over. of reach? Yeah, I say it's over. I mean, unless Chris Paul or Blake Griffin get hurt, which I don't think is going to happen. I mean, you can never project that. So let's just say they stay healthy. Absolutely. I mean, Clippers have a lock on that division. The one thing I hey, said they, was they before the season, if Deion Andre Jordan can turn the corner a little bit and uh, and and develop a little bit that he could be the X factor and he's been dynamite for them. I know he's not uh, he's, he's not, not hitting his free throws. Yeah, he's got to he's got to get back to that or they got to pull him off the floor late and that's what's going to kill him because they have no other size. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the, and that's the problem with the Lakers. You know, people oh best record. You don't need the best record. You need one of the best four because that's yeah. you got to have that break in the first round of not having to go on the road. You've yeah. got to have a home series and try to make it short. And that's the key. You want a five-game max series in the first round, and then you set yourself up. If you don't, you're. I mean, just look at it historically, outside of, you know, the LeBron seven-game thing when they managed to do that. But that was just flip a switch and go. I also like, I know nobody talks about but the Memphis Grizzlies. I Love do em. like them. I like Mike Love Conley em. Jr. They're, they're better up front than anybody else that we're talking about. All right. Ty Ty is ending our fun. He says it's time for a draft tracker podcast. Listen for Matt Money Smith and uh, Bucky Brooks. Doing that one for you. It'll be out there on NFL.com and on iTunes and all that jazz for you. Matt Money Smith, it's our last fantasy show. 
or we did it earlier, we did it today, earlier today for 2012. So That's I guess good year. Uh, so the next year, uh, the next time uh, we'll catch up is down in NOLA for for that Super Bowl. That's right week. for NFL.com. So if we get Pat- if we get Brady v Rogers, if we get Manning v Rogers, Ooh. oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Texans, man, it'll be fun anyway. We're going to end up with uh, Schaub v Kaepernick. If it's the Texans, though, the thing that we can look for is Houston and New Orleans are very close yes. on the uh, on the map. That'd we'll be, be kind of cool. Yeah, overrun with Cross the Houston the fans. Yeah, that's that'd, right. That'd be interesting. All right, listen, good times. Thanks for uh, jumping in here, yeah, Matt for Money Smith. Me. And, uh, you know, make sure you check out, look for Like, Dislike, and the NFL, and the Shame Report, and all that jazz. I love these little cult things. <laughs> Adam Rank, a pleasure to see you. Ty Ty, nice job. You went, it was almost your bar mitzvah here on the podcast today, you know? You went from being a boy, and you left here a man. Thank you so much. Sure thing. Well, maybe you just reverted what back about to home fries? I still have the Heisman. <laughs> With all the peppers I, and I, onions. Do any of you guys have a Heisman trophy? <laughs> no. no? I mean, I I'm pretty sure Adam Rank doesn't. Dave, I don't know. Money? Well, what about you, Money? You got one? It looks like I got one. <laughs> yeah, all right. And I like cold fries. I, I had Cal State Fullerton's Heisman, version yeah. of the Heisman trophy for flag football. Uh, all right, listen. This is our only podcast of uh, of the oh, week here. Where It's still the holidays for us. We'll be back with two, including the Sheckies next week. Um, thanks for checking in. And, and uh, in the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of hell. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.